0: Hey, Reese, Bibbs, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs Outsiders Podcast. Y'all know what time it is.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back yet again to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I am your host, as always, Mike Bibbins, on Twitter, at Corner. Uh, it is a lovely day to be a mavs fan coming off a w against the atlanta hawks uh, i thoroughly enjoyed it i hopped into hawks spaces and i had to defend lucas honor briefly didn't like to, having to do that but it is what it is uh reese i know you were working um glad to be joined by reese as always that's at mind of reese on twitter and instagram yeah, you you, you almost. <laughs> no, I was gonna do it. I was gonna do it, but um, I threw. I messed up. I I I asked about the game before. I, okay. Anyway, did you get to catch any of the game tonight?
0: Yeah, I got distracted because I was watching. Um, around four o'clock, I was watching around like four o'clock, four thirty. I was watching the greatness that is Attack on Titan, and um, then I hopped in a space that was talking about. Oh yeah, the show. I did see you on there. Yeah. And it lasted for like an hour and a half, two hours or so. Didn't realize I was in there for that long. And I looked, and I said, it's 7 o'clock. Oh, shit. The game about to come on. I thought the game came on at 7 o'clock, Michael. So you saw 6 o'clock, and I boy, maybe that's Central Time? No, I, no, 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 no. I saw a banner. I can't remember where I saw the banner, like on social media or something. And I thought it said 7 o'clock, but clearly it's at 6 I thought it said seven o'clock and I remember you saying it's an early game. So I'm like, all right, I mean, seven o'clock, that makes sense. That might've been the first time you called me, Michael, by the way, that um, was on purpose. That it on felt, purpose. I felt, uncomfortable. I felt wrong. Like Dr. Strange, when he said <laughs> that feels wrong, but I'll allow it. <laughs> I, was, I was very uncomfortable. it like, Um, with um, So I said, let me turn the game on and it's going into halftime. I said, are you fucking serious right now? I said, OK, so let me I'll catch the second half, which I caught. I caught most of the second half. OK, I did. Um, I was able to join the space. I was out of the space before all of the other stuff happened. <laughs> okay. um, when I joined the space, it was still pretty civil. Um, it didn't but, get crazy. I mean, not crazy. I don't mean like that. I just mean like, you know, defending Luca's honor, people in there talking about Luca Trey, that whole thing. I saw it on the timeline. People were discussing it. I didn't hear that because <laughs> when I was leaving work, I got in the car. I'd rather listen to my music than listen to Hawks fans, but no offense. Man. But, you know. Um, I had
1: a, uh, I hopped in the car. Miles Monday came on. It was the song I wanted to hear too, but it was going crazy, so I had to, I had to, I had to hop in.
0: Man, look, all I'm saying is, uh, It's a good game, satisfying win. Uh, nice way to end the week, or begin the week. End the week for us, begin the week for actual actual NBA. Um, the spaces while I was in there was nice. Um, I have no idea who allowed James to join the space. If you don't know James, we're talking about James Grambo. Um. If you know James Bramble on Twitter, you will understand why he should not be in any one space. He, I wouldn't loud. put him in my space. Like it, the facts, <laughs> the social media app the social or my media actual app. yeah. <laughs> like he, he's not yeah. welcome. <laughs> but um, I did catch the um, the second half of the game. I didn't see the four fouls that Luca got in the first fucking half. Um, which so you only saw the bullshit. We'll get to that though. We'll get
1: to yeah. that. Listen, listen. Yeah. We do it. We're in the open right now. So uh so yeah, it was it was an interesting week, I would say, uh in in Mavs basketball. We started the week with OKC and took a L. Now we hosted a space on Wednesday night. And if you're not tapping in for the, those post-game spaces on Wednesday nights, and it's post-game, unless we have like a really late game, we might do a pre but usually we're going to try to do post games on Wednesday nights after the game to, to talk about the game. If if there's something interesting to talk about or to talk about whatever matters related. So uh, definitely, definitely be on the lookout for those. Uh, we talked about the OKC game. There was not a lot of happiness going on in there. Uh, I think we touched on Lou Dort looking like prime James Harden <laughs> and, and giddy just doing whatever the hell he wanted. Trey Mann, who I, I don't even, I didn't even realize he was having a decent season
0: as a rookie. He may not. But he looked amazing that, that night. Yeah, what he had, 28 points. He's showing potential. He's not, you know, he's not one of the studs of this rookie class, which there's a lot of, but there's right. also a lot of guys in this rookie class who are showing a lot of flashes. Guys, you like, okay, I see potential in this player. He just may not either be in the best situation or he's not fully tapped into it yet. I think Trey Mann is one of those guys. Um, shout out to my boy. Um, Pierre, Pee Wee the Plug, he kind of mentioned that I can see Trey Mann as, I think he says something along the lines of, like, the next Anthony Simon, like a sleeper player, not as, like, in the mold of the same player, but a sleeper player in a A position. A guy that people don't really think about
1: from that draft, but that could end up being a really solid player.
0: Yeah, once he's given the (laughs) chance to shine, and I agree. Okay. I liked him um,
1: coming out of the draft. I want to say, like, I, I didn't, obviously, I'm not scouting anymore, but I did, like, a quick uh, YouTube video search of all the players and had, like, a ranking. And I want to say he was close to my top 15, like, potential-wise. Um, I only watched, like, the first 35-40, though, so
0: don't read too much into that. For anyone who, I don't know, you probably don't know this guy. You might know this guy. For anyone who You got to the mic with it. I, I, I was, because I know sometimes when I had a mic... Not real close. It sounds like um, I'm quiet. Okay. Well, let me. Okay. How about now? I'm good. good.
1: Or you can just be up in the mic the whole time and I'll just turn my volume down.
0: No, I'm not going to do that. Um, (laughs) For anybody who doesn't, somebody like me who tries to keep up with a lot of college basketball, but between keeping up with NBA and other things, it's hard to keep up with as much college basketball and see everybody and all of the prospects who are coming in the draft. The perfect YouTube channel to follow is Hoop Intellect. Hoop Intellect. He's on YouTube. He's on Twitter. Uh, His real name is Keandre. He does amazing work. He's always, this guy's an amazing scout. Uh, Somebody needs to get his guy a scouting job one day, I'm going to be quite honest. And he's a young guy. Um, So definitely follow that. That's a big tip. He helped me a lot last year with the draft going into it. I learned a lot about a lot of players, so just wanted to throw that out there. I wanted to give him a shout out.
1: And that's what we do here. Uh, not afraid to throw a shout out to somebody who's not connected to us. Um, but yeah, the the game was ugly. We played like trash offensively and defensively, especially defensively. Yes. And uh, the the <laughs> I made a note on my 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 sheet because I try to make little notes to remind myself to bring things up. And I wrote Dorian Fitting Smith in my notes because we about to pay this man fifteen million. <laughs> and he had three points in forty three minutes while we were getting cooked by Darius Baisley and Timothy Chalamet. Oh um God. it was Wolf, it was a rough Wolf, watch. Wolf Finn hard. Yeah. Wolf Finn soft. Like <laughs> the dude doing layups on you, like getting offensive rebounds and putbacks in the paint and then fixing his hair on the way up the court, like that that makes me feel some kind of way as a man to have somebody's hair, like the long flowing locks, like hair was perfect the whole game. He cooking us like that's, that's no, that's, that's not acceptable.
0: Not, not acceptable, acceptable at, all. at all.
1: James, you owe me a Coke. I was about to. God damn it. <laughs> Knock on <wood>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: So we played like trash, but we came back, right? Right. We came back. Block hit the big three. Luca was under the court, flexing, feeling good in asshole Luca mode. And then the next possession, out of bounds play, Luca gets door by Kendrick Williams. Pause for the layup. My bad. And <laughs> we lost in overtime. And, the, yeah. and I got the Dallas Mass social media team. I'm going to need, please, somebody tell them to stop. Posting excitedly about overtime
0: against trash-ass teams. Turn your volume down, Bibs. Turn your volume down. I got you. Yeah, turn your volume down. Lady who's in charge of the Mavs social media, the Mavs Twitter, we, we know who you are, okay? You're you not Batman. You have, your identity is not a secret. I just don't remember your name, so I can't say it. But I know what you look like okay this is sounding like a threat this is sounding bad this is not this is not what this is supposed to be all i'm saying is you, you got to do a better job read the room read the goddamn do you need glasses are you blind do you need the room to be in braille to read it when we give up a backdoor cut layup this dude just chomped on a sandwich like oh my god i'm sorry um anyway Um, When we give up a backdoor layup on an out of bounds play where Luca, I don't know what you were doing, brother. I'm not going to I'm not going to bag on you because that was three games ago. But for the social media team to constantly be saying. More basketball, free basketball, we didn't want free basketball. What we wanted was for the game to be over and go to bed. But to be quite honest, once we went into overtime, I knew the game was lost.
1: Yeah, it was one of those things where we put everything into the comeback. And we didn't have anything else. We were the better team, allegedly, but we didn't have anything else. And again, Lou Dort was walking us down. Like, Lou Dort was so comfortable. He looked so comfortable. Dribble, dribble, where the shot clock at? All right, spread the floor. I got this ISO, doop, 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 step back, splash. Like, I ain't never, ever seen Lou Dort act like that before. Who is this man? And I want to say James Harden had like four points that night. He had to have absorbed James Harden's abilities, and then also had a weight regimen and, and, and was was jacked and running people over like a, a linebacker. So, Lou yes, Dort, shout out to Lou Dort,
0: <laughs> big motherfucker. Shout out to Lou Dort
1: because uh, he he killed us, and you know it was a nice humbling loss uh, after our previous humbling loss to the Orlando Magic. It was feeling very doom and gloom. Right? We lost the two two worst teams in the league. Everybody was pissed. Everybody was upset. And then Philly came along. Joel Embiid, MVP campaign. I just knew he was about to pull a wilt. I knew he was going to give us a honey. I, I swear I knew. Maxie was out. And there was a play in the previous game where... I don't think I think it was Chalamet. Chalamet landed on his knee and I saw him messing with it. I could tell he was uncomfortable. He stayed in the game, but I said keep an eye on that. And he has not played since. Um so no Maxi, no KP. No THJ. No THJ. B coming into town. It was easily gonna be a fifty point blowout loss, right? Wrong.
0: And actually, you know, obviously, Embiid is an exception to the rule. But surprisingly enough, the Mavs statistically defend centers pretty damn well this year. Oh, yeah,
1: 100%. Yeah. It just felt like Embiid was going to be the exception, you know?
0: Yeah, because it's Embiid. It's like, you know, I hate to bring this up, but when I do daily fantasy sports and I'm betting and I'm putting together lineups, they always say, when you look at the opponent's team defensive rank, pay no attention to that when it comes to superstars because it does not matter. So in this instance, it was like, hey, yeah, we defend well against centers, but this is Joel Embiid, the most right. dominant big in the game, arguably the MVP right now, and playing like the best player in basketball. Still came out with a dub. And he did a things comeback, in... no less.
1: Yeah, I was going to say he did things in his game that, like, I, even after the game, you can't say You can't take anything from him He's pretty much an unstoppable force uh, The things he does He should not be able to do at his size And We went to a zone And that was the <laughs> end of the game They could not figure out the zone I don't understand, they have shooters um, But for whatever reason Doc Rivers did not have any zone busters In in, in his repertoire um, Which Fried. is wild fraud yeah i i think with the tyloo the way he's handled the clippers that was when i realized doc rivers is a fraud fraud and the way he treated ben after the playoffs uh yeah doc rivers he playing with house money with the he won a ring and ever since then people have been convinced he's a good coach but there's no evidence otherwise
0: fraud uh, rivers
1: so (laughs) sorry sorry y'all are dealing with that philly not, not my problem, but sorry y'all are dealing with that. I have to bring this up before we do this. I mentioned way back, January 15th, we played the Magic. Oh, Mo covers. Bamba got a dunk. There was a weird squeak when he dunked. And I said, <laughs> Mo Bamba knocked a screw loose. Several games since then, I've heard the rim make that little squeak. And finally, in this game, the rim went crooked which caused a 40-minute delay.
0: Like, during that delay, I stopped to play 2K. And I'm in the party, and the dude's like, you playing 2K in the Mavs plan?" I said, (laughs) dog, that game started at, like, 10.30. 10 o'clock or 10.30. Yeah, I think it was 10. I said, it's 11.40, and it ain't even halftime yet. I said, it's a delay. (laughs) I ain't missing nothing. I'm gonna sit there and watch them fix some shit for 40 minutes. Absolutely not.
1: So it I, let me clear correct that it was supposed to be 10, but it was a TV game, so it started at like 10:20. Oh no, my bad.
0: It was an NBA game, so it starts at 10:20 because they can <laughs> never start on time.
1: The only games I've seen start on time are non-TV games, like Horn- Hornets games and stuff. They start on time because they're never on TV. Damn, but that's, ESPN, that's, TNT, that's up bet true. your bippy it's gonna start 10:15 15, or 15 minutes late. Or, or worse 100 percent correct and so it started late and then halfway through the first quarter i believe we got a 40 minute delay they had to bring out an entirely new hoop with that said i did learn that they use the same they put the same hoops in the same spot every time because it was very clear that that hoop was the same hoop and it was always put there because i kept hearing that squeak hopefully that that hoop has been retired rest in peace um, so in the third quarter There was a tweet I want to say East Talk East Talk came from Slovenia East Talk Franco Great guy to follow If you don't follow him uh, It's I-Z-T-O-K I can imagine there aren't too many of them East Talk Franco uh, He he does like a lot of good stuff With video and stats and breakdowns Definitely a good follow But he came from Slovenia He made it to Dallas For the first time ever And during the delay when they were taking the hoop down, it was down on the ground, and he said, keep it this low so Luka and Brunson can dunk. Luka saw that tweet.
0: Yep. (laughs) I'm convinced Luka saw that tweet. He saw that shit at halftime. He said that. And in that third quarter,
1: he had two dunks, which is equal to the amount of dunks he'd had the entire season up to that point. And not just dunks, but dunks off the bounce in traffic. He dunked on Drummond one of the times, and I can't remember we dunked on the previous time. But he he was dunking in traffic, and the first time he looked like, hmm, that felt kind of good. Was it Matisse the other time? Was it, I think he got by Thibodeau. I can't. There was somebody in front of him too that like started to come up and then realized Luca was bouncy with it, um, and yeah, changed his mind. Made a business. Uh, Might have been Tobias Harris.
0: That's what that was my next name.
1: Yeah, I think Thamel was behind him and Tobias was like in front. So he had like two guys in the air near him and was undeterred. And for
0: the people talking on Twitter the Denver dunk was still better. Sorry. Yeah,
1: Denver dunk 100%. Like uh, that dunk was
0: film. my was my phone's wallpaper for like a month. <laughs> um
1: he also had and I I'm I, I don't care about the triple double watch Especially, I hate when they do it when we're losing and stuff. Like, oh, Luka got his triple I don't give a damn if we're losing. If exactly. I don't give a damn when we're winning, but I definitely don't when we're losing. Uh, but he had a triple-double through the third quarter, and, and his tenth all moved into 10th all-time uh, with that triple-double.
0: That's insane when you think about it. He is 22. 23? 22. <laughs> and crazy enough, he's, he, he's probably not going to catch Russell Westbrook. He's going to catch Russell Westbrook. You think so? I do. Okay.
1: The only I, his points and his assists and rebounds are never going to go down dramatically, because that's just his game. Right. Uh, the points I think will come down, but he'll still be getting triple doubles because you're going to have the point, the assist and rebounds.
0: Too personally, shame. also depends on how long he plays too. That too. Yeah.
1: Um, and it, it's taking care of his body is going to be huge, but he's already on he's on pace to have more than Russell Westbrook before he's thirty. Hmm.
0: I keep forgetting he's only like 23, 22 years old. Yeah, because he has like
1: 80-something. Am I, am I wrong about that?
0: Who, oh, Luca! Does
1: he have 80-something?
0: Luca, I saw the image, but I Damn. don't want to say. Now you're going to look it up. <laughs> uh,
1: let's see. NBA all-time triple doubles. Um. All right, Russell Westbrook has one hundred ninety three. Luca has oh, he has forty four. Hmm. That is actually interesting. He should he will pass. Has how many? Who? Westbrook Russ has, has one
0: hundred ninety three, and Luca has forty four. Yeah, through three and a half seasons. Uh, yeah, he's.
1: Uh... We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um. He'll get close. He'll definitely get close. He'll finish uh, in the top three for sure. The top he's three top five. Yeah, he's definitely passing Kid. Like he'll get up to that range. And then Jokic is there too. So you gotta keep an eye on him. Right. Uh Jokic is in on his way. He, um go series. But <clears throat> you know, we took care of business against Philly, and I still didn't know how to feel after that game personally.
0: Like, did you get
1: too high off of that that win?
0: Um no, actually, because when I was watching this game, I think it went into the fourth quarter, I said to myself, I have a bad feeling about this game, and I have to work in the morning. so I'm just gonna go to sleep and expect the loss when we wake up, when I wake up. And to my surprise, I woke up and we won the goddamn game. Um To say I was shocked, I hate to say that I I hate to say I was shocked, but because I did have us winning this game when we gave our prediction, I said with or without KP, I think we can beat the Sixers. And going into this game, I did think we could beat the Sixers. Just the way it was going, I wasn't expecting a comeback. So you keep going in and out. Is that on purpose? I'm assuming it's on purpose. Um, Yeah, so I didn't have a high or a low. After this game, um, I was knocked the fuck out.
1: I'm an idiot. No, I was not going in and out on purpose. Pause. I,
0: uh, <laughs> my camera was not plugged all the way in. I would not have thought it. I would not have even thought to say pause. <laughs> so you you
1: said you you did not get too high off of that, right? No. Okay. I didn't either. Like I took it. Like obviously we'll take the W, but I had like I didn't oh maybe we're back. We're we're good to go. The Hawks game should be a good one. No, I still was like the Hawks should take care of us pretty easily. I didn't think that. I mean, I knew it was gonna be competitive, at least early on, because there's personal stuff there. But as far as the talent wise, I just thought they would out talent us.
0: I mean, that's that's understandable, and they were on a win streak, so right. I can understand why you'd uh, think that. But, I mean, I, I was confident against the Hawks, more so against the Hawks than the Sixers, because obviously the Sixers are a better team. Um, was I a bit worried because we were missing some talent? Sure, but I will say I wasn't worried. But if we came out with a loss, I wouldn't have been like, it's no way we should have lost this team. Right, right, right.
1: And that's what I'm, i mean obviously uh in the uh freestyle <laughs> i said we can't lose to them yeah Um, uh, so i had my 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 hopes that we would go ahead and take care of business but i wasn't sure after the losses to orlando and okc it was kind of like a let's see what happens type of approach yeah, yeah. um trey came out jacking shots and he and luca have a lot of similarities in that regard in that they try to put on a show when they're facing certain opponents. Especially on live I meant on uh broadcast television. Yeah. So Trey was missing jumpers. Luca was missing layups. And you know, I was again I was in the Hawk spaces and people were talking about all oh, Luca was forcing layups. No, these were wide open layups. They should have been buckets. There was no forcing. He was getting wherever he wanted to go. He should have been making the layups. He just wasn't, uh, which killed his percentages, and uh, there was a whole lot of talk. Of, Lucas shot 30-something. He missed, like, four or five layups. Like, no exaggeration. So that is what it is. Uh, but he did get it going in the second quarter. However, foul trouble. Uh, one of them was a take foul that he shouldn't have taken in the half court. He got blown by in the half court and just grabbed his man. Stupid. Don't do it ever again. I, I hate it in the fast break. I Do it in the the, the the half the half court is just laziness. There were like three Mavs behind you that could have picked that man up. Don't do that, man. And then he got the fourth foul on a charge on Trey. So going into the half, he had four fouls. We were up four. If I'm not mistaken. And Luca was I think Trey had 4 points or something like that and Luca had 14 or some somewhere in those lines. Like the game was close. Luca was outplaying Trey. John Collins was outplaying any other Mav and we had a good game on our hands. And then you said you did pick up in the third, right?
0: Yeah, uh most of the stuff, well, all of the stuff I saw was third and fourth. Did you see the the Trey flop? Uh no, I actually caught it on um social media. I actually came back late for the
1: third, so I was wondering if you actually saw it live.
0: No, cuz I, I was back switching like and between and because at that time I was still doing work, so I would switch between sitting down to watch some and listening to the rest. Okay.
1: So I came in at about ten and a half, and I saw Luca wasn't in, and somebody said Luca went back to the locker room when I first got in. I was like, did Luca just get hurt? And I was scared initially. Um I don't know if he actually went to the locker room or if the announcers were just confused cuz they kept, I don't,
0: to my knowledge I don't think he went to the locker room.
1: They were saying a lot of weird stuff that didn't make like the, it almost felt like they weren't watching the game at, at several points. And uh, I was it, so I was concerned.
0: The trade flop though, I saw the trade flop on <sighs> Twitter and it was shameless. I want to say
1: they were going after a rebound, right? Yes. Trey grabbed it. Luca came up, but he stopped after Trey grabbed it. Didn't maybe him made some, some his... slight contact. B- barely. But like, not he. His momentum was stopped. He was yes. not moving through Trey at all. Like he got up to him. He may have touched the hem of his
0: garment. Yeah, he got up to him and like maybe brushed him a little bit, and Trey just like fell past the three point line. He slid to the logo. Feet. He took the logo, feet. like bro, shameless. That's that's the most.
1: I don't hate Trey Young, right? I like Trey Young. I want I want to be a fan, or in it, really. But stuff like that, I can't, I can't, I can't root for that, man. That's that's disgusting basketball. Like if you did that at a street ball pickup game, I'm laughing at you. <clears throat> I mean, you might not play again.
0: I don't think anybody's gonna do that in a street ball pickup game. I think Trey Young might in, try. It. I think they do that in the NBA to manipulate the refs. There's no that's refs good. in the NBA in a in a street ball game. But I'm not gonna trash Trey Young too much on flopping because my favorite player of all time is known for it. So I will concede.
1: I hated him too for the same thing. I, yeah. I understand you're small. You gotta do what you gotta do. But come on, man. that's 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 that's, that's dirty. That's disrespectful to the game. What he did. Like, a little floppy here and there when you get actual contact is cool. But stuff like that, I can't condone. That's that's just bad. I understand 100%. And after that, I decided that if Mavs fans wanted to slander the Hawks, if we won that game, I'm, I was okaying it.
0: Because usually I say
1: just let it go.
0: Yeah, I saw but, that tweet. But tonight, let he was it go. You was inciting violence. Brunson
1: got his fifth foul <laughs> in the third quarter. And got a hug. From Luca. Luca and Tra- Luca and, and Jalen were, were on the sidelines dapping it up with their five fouls. Couldn't play for the rest of the third and I believe a couple minutes into the fourth. Did Luca Tra- and Jalen not even they didn't even play in the th- whole third, right? After that, no. Yeah. Like Luca came out at like eleven something
0: and Trey came out a few minutes later. Shout out to the team for holding the fort down, man. Jalen. Why do I keep calling him Trey? I don't know. Shout out to the team for holding the fort down. Wow, the best play as well.
1: Trey Burke did get five fouls himself. Don't ask me how. I was about to say I don't know how. So Trey Burke came in and held it down in the third quarter. Uh, it was really our defense that held it down. Shout out to Josh Green, Frankie Lucena, Dorian Finney-Smith. Um, I want to say Marquise Chris and Powell were the centers. They played. They each played.
0: I uh, just want to say five fouls in fifteen minutes is
1: disgusting for Trey Burke, no less. Um, whatever, man, (laughs) the Hawks did not take advantage of that situation at all. And, you know, we came out with the dub. Luca came back, did enough. Brunson did enough. Bullock did enough. was hitting shots. Uh, it was a complete team game. And again, our defense held it down for us. And again, that goes back to what I've been saying about defense and how, it is much more reliable on a game to game basis to win you games than just offense. The Rick Carlisle era was all offense. And, you know, we ended up beating teams we shouldn't have beat, but when we were cold, we'd lose the teams we shouldn't lose to. And we weren't playing and we were playing our game in the bad kid losses. We weren't doing what we usually do. Like OKC okay, in Orlando, we weren't we didn't have the defensive intensity that had been winning us games. That's why we lost. And it's a clear cut thing when in the Rick Carlisle era, we were just missing shots and it would cost us games. Now we can miss shots. And if our defense is still doing its job, we still have a chance to win. And that's what happened tonight. Facts. So um, anything. Else? Did you did sorry? You anything was... else to add? There? <laughs>
0: no, Oh no.
1: Uh, I think that does it right. That's that's the three games we went two and one. It didn't look exactly how I thought it would look.
0: <laughs> hey, two and one is better than one and two, so uh, I'll said, take
1: it. I think I said two and one, but again, I didn't ex- I expected the one to be Philly, not OKC. Um, it is what it is overall, right? We got the same results. No same results. How we got there. Yeah. Uh, if there's nothing else to add, I think we can go ahead and take this first break. I think we're looking. Oh,
0: uh-uh. uh, there yeah. is one more thing. I would like to add. Right now? um, Yeah. Okay. uh, On the last episode, we had a panel on uh, of three guests, uh, Jose, Rolo, and Isaac. At the end of the episode, instead of me doing the Unsung Hero, I had them each give their Unsung Hero in the hopes that they will all come up with three different Unsung Heroes so I could then do a poll. To my surprise, they did exactly that. We put out the poll on friday uh it was up for 24 hours the results are out the results are final and after 84 votes let me remind i'm not i'm not gonna remind you i'm just i'll remind you after the results but after 84 votes the people have spoken the winner the mavs outsiders unsung hero of the week for last week. It's Jose for Luca. With all due respect to Jose, I have to say I'm extremely disappointed in y'all. <laughs> Come on, man. Luca, that's not why I made this award. Come on, man. Luca, y'all voted for Lu- y'all voted for Luca. Come on, man. Y'all, y'all got to do better than that. But shout out to Jose. He won the poll. You know, uh appreciate y'all for coming on. It was definitely a great episode. If you have not listened to that one, go ahead and check it out just for some nice conversation uh, after you're done listening to this one, of course. Um, and when you listen to both, make sure you leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We greatly appreciate it. I mean, I, I like five stars, but if you can only give four, then that's, that's okay.
1: No, it is not. Leave five.
0: He's right, Lee 5. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, that 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 disappointed me, especially with it not even being
0: close. Um, it was kind of, I mean... I don't know if they understood the assignment. I mean, 46% went to Luka, 35% went to Josh Green, and Jalen Brunson only got 19%. Why do I think it was higher than that? No. It, it was fairly close between the two, between Josh Green and Luka. It was fairly close. I'll allow it, um,
1: but yeah. So I guess he goes in the chart, right? Like I know you're keeping track of these.
0: Yeah, yeah, so yeah, he, yeah.
1: Okay. Are you gonna put like an asterisk beside it? Or <laughs> keep it,
0: keep it? I, I mean, no need because he probably won't receive another one for the rest of the season. So
1: <sighs> we'll see.
0: Um, and you know what? I wasn't even mad at Jose's argument,
1: to be honest. Yeah, it was a nice argument. So I, I won't be too hot at it, but you know it was a nice
0: argument. But at the end of the day, it's nothing unsung about Luca at all. He's very sung. <clears throat> yeah, <He> could, and, <laughs> I,
1: and I think that the only reason I allowed it is because you know he did take a hit, not being a starter
0: in the All Star game this week. The, the, nah, we not no, we not doing that.
1: I'm saying like I'm saying like he, he he was a little down, so you know I, I, it boosted him back up. Uh, you know what? We're gonna give you your flowers, Luca. Luca, get your flowers. Today.
0: Why, what what's up? What's up with the
1: slave voice? A slave. I was <laughs> just being country. All right. Okay. Um, my bad. Slade. We're gonna take a country. commercial uh, break after that, Um yeah. so, I can, <laughs> so I can put my tattered pants away, oh um, and we'll be back after this break. And I was sitting here like scrolling around, like I was gonna hit a button to go to break. <laughs> no
0: break buttons to hit. We're not there yet. <laughs>
1: we gotta get a soundboard and
0: everything, man. We're trying to we're trying to get the production facts. quality up. But facts. Uh, quick break. We'll be right back. The greatest game in American sports history is finally here. Super Bowl 56 is upon us, and the matchup is set. It's the Los Angeles Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals, and maybe one of these teams is your favorite team. Maybe you just like to gamble like me. Maybe you have a gambling problem like me. Well, if that's the case, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the Super Bowl, Is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team, regardless of your fandom. All you have to do is bet $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Me, myself, I'll be stepping back for the Super Bowl. I did enough betting. I lost enough money this year. But the opportunity is still there for you through DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York meaning you can bet from almost a third of the country. If Sportsbook isn't in your state yet, play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. New customers can get a free shot at $1 million top prize with their first deposit.
1: Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use promo code TBPN, and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 21-plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Tennessee. Call or text the TN red line 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HO-PENNY or text HO-PENNY, and that's with one N, to 467-369. All right, folks, we are back here on the Mavs Outsiders podcast. uh, And this is a momentous occasion, folks. It's a very momentous occasion. Uh, I don't believe we've had a Reese rant this season. I don't believe. But Reese has decided to bless us with his thoughts, his feelings. It may get ugly. He may lean into the mic. To where you can hear his tongue moving in his mouth Pause
0: And Yo how many pauses have we had this episode You know sometimes <laughs> you just gotta hit that button to
1: be safe But Reese has some things on to get off his chest I have no idea what he's about to say May God have mercy On your souls
0: So um <laughs> I've been pondering on this for about Two days now Um News came out, I believe it was on Friday um, News came out That a team Offered the Mavericks A lottery pick Late lottery pick for Dorian Finney-Smith And that the Mavs declined, obviously (sighs) And, you know Just like the cycle when news like this comes out Mavs fans were on the timeline Not all Mavs fans There were some Mavs fans that just didn't care there were some Mavs fans who were upset, but were just like, whatever. There were some Mavs fans who agreed with the Mavs not taking a trade. And then there were some who were just in shambles saying, oh, my God, this front office is stupid. What are they doing? This is dumb. Luka's going to leave, blah, blah, blah. And I, I don't like to do this, especially after such a positive win. But y'all got to get a grip on reality at some point. Like, the flip-flopping between opinions and narratives, none of this stuff is fitting at this point. Y'all say, you know, oh, my God, is going to leave. We need players that can help us now. But then you're upset that the team didn't trade for a late lottery pick by giving away a player who, in a way, helps us now. Is he going to take over a game on offense? Of course not. But we've seen the growth of Dorian Finney-Smith. Am I saying Dorian Finney-Smith is untradeable? That he's he's not expendable? Absolutely not. For the right deal, he absolutely is. Everyone on this team not named Luka Doncic can go for the right deal. That was not the right deal. What do we do in that situation? We trade Dorian Finney-Smith. We get this late lottery pick back. Now, a team with the history of drafting terribly has a late lottery pick when they're trying to win right now. When the Mavs have tried to win right now, who have they drafted? Guys like Kelly Olynyk, then traded him. Shane Larkin. Shane Larkin. These are the kind of guys that Mark Cuban went out and drafted when the Mavs were trying to win right now. To save cap space, sure, but that's still a method that we know the Mavs or Mark Cuban uh, approach He likes to uh, an approach. He likes to take save cap space. And on top of that, there's moments where Norman Powell gets traded from the Portland Trailblazers to the Los Angeles Clippers. And instinctually, a lot of Mavs fans are saying, oh, man, we could have got in on that deal. You know, we could have got in on something like that. And I understand why you think that way. And I understand why that's probably frustrating. Maybe the Mavs were talking to the Blazers about this and the Blazers decided hey we're going to go the Clippers route they get off of that contract without bringing in too many big contracts and they bring in Eric Bledsoe's contract who while it isn't expiring is possibly still movable can buy him out without paying too much money and even after next season the contract is gone if you cannot do any of those things what in what situation maybe i know bibbs feels a way about it maybe he can let me know his scenario and who we have given up in that situation i'm not saying the mavericks couldn't do it at all i just think for the clippers and maybe the blazers that was the no that wasn't the best trade for the blazers the blazers are idiots but maybe the clippers just you know talk the good game you also have to realize politics are involved when it comes to things like this caris lavert just got traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers, a deal that's been talked about for maybe a month now, maybe longer. It's a deal everyone saw coming, but it was inevitable. Uh, I can't remember the parameters of the trade, but I believe they got a first round pick. The Pacers did and a second round pick as well.
1: And Ricky Rubio, who will never play for uh, Indiana, will be a free agent and is rumored to be headed back to Cleveland next year.
0: Right. That's what they got back in return. Uh, Ricky Rubio's an expiring contract. Obviously, the picks are what's really uh, the best part of the trade for them. Uh, And when we did the spaces where we did the trades, I have Ricky Rubio coming to Dallas knowing he would not be playing, but it would free up cap space and we'll be, we will be able to get off of Tim Hardaway Jr. But y'all called me a fool for that as well. I'm starting to see a pattern. With a lot of these traits that's happening where y'all called me a fool for it, but, you know, turns out to be not too bad, but I digress. Um, this is not really much of a rant. This is just me venting. I'm not saying y'all are wrong. I don't want to make it seem like my opinion is the right opinion. Y'all opinion is the wrong opinion. That's not what I'm doing. All I'm saying is y'all need to be more consistent. Your arguments aren't consistent. It's like y'all want the Mavs to make moves just for the sake of making a move. That's how you end up a bad team. That's how you end up in Cap Hell. That's how you end up like a lot of these teams, like the Portland Trailblazers, who traded two first-round picks for Robert Covington. And yeah, you can say hindsight's 2020. Fuck fuck 2020. Okay. Years ago when they did that, I don't know if anyone was saying it. I wasn't even saying it at the time, but I was questioning. Why you would give up two first round picks for Robert Covington, who isn't even an all star. Foolish. That's how you end up in situations like the Blazers are in now where you have a superstar in their prime. Who's either going to leave you and you get nothing in return because he doesn't want to request a trade or you have to find a way to completely rebuild and retool. The Mavs should not make trades just for the sake of making a trade. If The Mavs don't make a move this off. I meant not this offseason. This trade deadline. I won't be shocked if they do. Fantastic. But I hope it's the right move. I hope it's a move that's actually going to put this team not over the top, but improve us. No linear moves, no moves that's going to make a step back. The Mavs trading Dorian Finney Smith for a lottery pick is a move that a rebuilding team would make. This is not a rebuilding team. This is a team that's looking to contend. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Just make sure the things y'all stand on are consistent. Y'all y'all flip-flopping, and I understand being mad at this front office sometimes, but sometimes the, the anger that y'all are pointing is being pointed in the wrong direction. That's all I want to say.
1: A lot of mic rattling. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, so you you mentioned the two trades, Norman Powell to the Clippers. Um, Jerry West is good at his job. Uh, the Clippers front office is good at what they do. And they've done a lot of homecoming. Norman Powell is the L.A. guy. He, he was glad to be in L.A. And I'm sure that conversation was had. I, I still can't believe the Blazers couldn't have gotten more. But it is what it is. We can't do anything about that. There was somebody who hopped in Cuban's DMs. And you know said you know we This is something we could have done and Cuban said How I don't know how the rest of that conversation went
0: I saw um, that yeah. Speaking
1: of which Mark Cuban's mother did pass away This weekend
0: Oh so wow Personally
1: I'm not going to be adding I never add him actually I'm not going to be slandering his name for a little while um, so that's tough I, I can't imagine So uh, rest in peace to Mama Cuban And that's rest in peace Leave leave Mark Cuban alone <laughs> Quite a, leave, leave Mark Cuban alone for now uh, you can get back on him in, in, in a few weeks but but uh, <laughs> then the Karis Levert trade now that's one like you said that we potentially could have been in on I in agree. a
0: similar way I agree And only, only thing I'll say to that is what expiring contract will we have given up for them
1: I meant the to get Rubio not necessarily right.
0: oh okay Um, But if Rubio
1: wants to be in Cleveland, then that wouldn't have been something we would do anyway. Because my goal was to get Rubio here, knowing that he's going to expire, get his love and his affection inside of the offseason. Right. Um, So we have him next year. And at least that would let me know that they understand that we're lacking playmaking off the bench and want to resolve that. But um, it is what it is. Um, I don't know if Tim Hardaway Jr. is coming back. About this season yeah they said that uh i think during the game they mentioned that he might be out for the season yeah i it's heard that indefinite right now i think it's a six to eight week minimum for his injury but a very again indefinite ending so he may be done for the
0: season i think at the earliest he's back for the playoffs
1: i think uh yeah so for me personally i'm gonna pretend he's not coming back this season yeah so even with him there my biggest areas of need and the only time only trade I'm trying to see I'm not trying to see no marginal trade for no random player that that may or may not play I'm not trying to see what we did last year that's like you said tr- doing trades just to do trades uh completely pointless I'm looking for um I am looking for a person that can go get a bucket that is taller than six foot three preferably I am looking for KP insurance. And not necessarily somebody that's established, but somebody who's tall and can hit some jumpers uh, that can plug in for what KP does if KP goes down with an injury so we don't have to completely change everything we do if and when that occurs. Um, And then the third thing is a big with some ass. Um, I think... Yeah, I, I... just to be able to plug in five, 10 minutes here and there. Boban is not that guy. Uh, a big with some ass that can move a little bit. Oh awesome. Um, those are the only three things I, if we make a trade for any of those three things, I'll be pleased. I'm currently, I'm, I'm appreciating some of the rumors I'm hearing. And even if you go back to that mm-hmm. Finney Smith for the first round pick rumor, that's smoke. That's. The Mavs saying, hey, this is what we've been offered. You better come in better than that.
0: Yeah. If you want them, you got to come hotter than that. I do say that I said it earlier, regardless if I think a deal can be made or not, like the Pascal Siakam thing that came out, I don't think there's any scenario, unless we're trading Christoph Porzingis, which would not make sense for the Toronto Raptors. I don't think there's any scenario where we have enough to get Pascal Siakam. But the fact that they're it. that the fact that they're at least trying means something to me. The fact that they're at least trying with C.J. McCollum, or they're interested, or you know, it's reported that they're interested in C.J. McCollum, someone who I would love on this team. <coughs> yes, I know he makes thirty-five million dollars. Yes, I know he's about thirty years old. Yes, I know he has three years left on his contract. But but guess what? I don't care. Because he's going to come in and immediately be the second best player on this team. Have you seen the tweets where
1: people, oh, C.J. McCollum this isn't this, isn't that, he's not even an all-star? What are y'all talking about?
0: Y'all are idiots. C.J. McCollum is probably one of a top five player to not make it to an all-star game in the NBA right now. Fact. Let's let's not play those games. understand the Portland Trailblazers have been struggling. And you know another thing that's pissing me off? Every time we're about to get a player... People are coming out with, oh, I don't want this guy. He don't play no defense. Bro, not everybody is a two-way player. You have to take – players have flaws. Is C.J. McCollum the best defender? Absolutely not. Guess what? Most of the – The Knicks? (laughs) Most of the New York Knicks on this team (laughs) – It works. Most of the New York Knicks on this team don't play good defense. But guess what this team is doing? Playing good defense. If you can get CJ to buy in, then cool. If you can't get CJ to buy in, then guess what? He's an automatic bucket on offense. Cut it out, man. Ah, Jesus Christ.
1: And then here's the thing with CJ is like, I, I know people, oh, have you watched those Blazers teams? CJ McCollum's lack of defense is compounded by Damian Lillard's lack of defense. That's the problem. Individually, they could survive, but because there's two of them not playing defense or not being able to guard certain players, it makes the whole defensive situation worse. With if you put C.J. McCollum beside Luka Doncic, it's a different situation. Am I saying Luka is a clamp guy? No, but he's six foot eight, and you can put him on a power forward from time to time and be all right. And then you throw three other defenders out there, and it's a much different situation than the Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum situation, where you can hunt both of them in those scenarios. You can't really hunt Luka in a in in an on ball action if you're hunting luca you're trying to hit somebody off the ball for a wide open corner three because he's ball watching you're not going to give it to that man and let him take go try to take luca off the bounce that doesn't happen very often at all so it's a completely different scenario apples to oranges luca and dame are very physically different i'm all in on some cj mccollum action if that is even a possibility with the way the blazers are operating it could very well be a possibility
0: I agree. Bring CJ in, and I know a lot of some people were saying. Um, I, I, first of all, um, shout out to I think it was Kendall. Uh, he talked about you know what the scenario would be with Luca Brunson and CJ. Brunson
1: going to some the bench. Some people. Or t- t-
0: t- t- hold on now, hold on now. I told Kendall. I said, what if I told you Brunson wouldn't be there? But the fact, the simple fact that I saw people under that tweet, even suggesting. That C.J. McCollum, who's a borderline all-star, is making $35 million and is a certified bucket, would be on the bench is asinine. You should be ashamed of yourself. I wish I remembered y'all faces so I wouldn't be talking basketball with y'all.
1: When the Blazers beat the Nuggets to go to the conference finals, it was not game. Closing out the Nuggets. It was CJ McCollum.
0: I still got the meme in my phone. Who on our roster is doing that? Nobody. Not Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson ain't closing shit. You put a big wing on Jalen Brunson, he's a ghost. So the, the fact that you could form your Twitter fingers to say that
1: Jalen Brunson is somehow better than than, than CJ McCollum, I'm going to need you to watch more basketball.
0: And the main reason I would say Jalen Brunson would be gone,
1: yeah, he'd be gone.
0: Is because there's no scenario where, when it comes down to the fourth quarter, or, or the closing minutes of a game, you want your best players on the floor. The four best players on the Mavericks, if C.J. McCollum were here, were here, would be in order: Luca, when healthy, <laughs> crazy I got to say that. Luca, <laughs> C.J., K.P., then Brunson. I know some people have put Brunson third, put KP fourth. That's fair. I'm still putting KP third. There's no scenario in hell. Brunson, CJ and Luca are on the floor together ever. So yes, Brunson would have to go whether it's to Portland. I don't think because they have Afrin, Simons and Dame over there. JB will probably, it will probably be a three team trade deal or just a separate trade right. entirely. Um, because
1: you're not going to bring C.J. McCollum in, move Jalen Brunson back to the bench and expect him to sign in the offseason. Absolutely you bring not. you C.J. McCollum, you're telling Jalen, it ain't, starting ain't here for you, buddy. Right. You're sending him elsewhere.
0: So, I mean, in that scenario, I guess the starting lineup would look like Luka, C.J., DFS, Maxi, and KP, if they want to keep that, mm-hmm. I would prefer Luka, C.J., Reggie, the way he's playing now, DFS, and KP to to hide um, CJ and Luca's deficiencies on perimeter defense. Uh, Reggie and DFS can pick up there. Well, then again, DFS will be Scott guarding power forwards. They'll figure it out. <laughs> They'll figure it out.
1: Um, but, yeah, I, I would say the Reggie, Maxi or if we got a big body, uh, could be interchangeable in that scenario, uh, depending on who we play. So yeah, man, I, I, I personally, I don't react to the rumors and stuff for the most part. Uh, I, for years now it's, I got to see it actually go down. I don't think I have any tweets responding to any of those things. Uh, Siakam, CJ, none of that. I, I if it's done, then I'll talk about it. Right. Um, rumors don't do anything for me. It's like I said, it's like going to the strip club. I, I for what? I'm I don't care to look at it. It's nice to, if I never mind. I'm uh, this, this analogy can get out of hand. But we,
0: we go we 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 going on we going too long on this.
1: We really are. Uh we, trade well, I deadline at
0: our hour at this point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we took like a five minute break. We only got to do the the, the unsung and we we gonna be close to our damn yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um But no, uh, it's straight deadline week. There's four days to the deadline. I think I said I expect us to do something, uh, even if it's to gain like a small asset here or there or dump a guy that we're like Moses or something that we're not going to do anything with. If we do something sexy, awesome. We might do an emergency pod or something. But other than that, uh, I'm excited about the deadline. I think I mentioned it last week. I'm going to be in a space uh, on Thursday, at the trade deadline to talk about the moves that went down with some guys so be on the lookout for that but um it's going to be an interesting week i expect nico to want to again put his stamp on the team so i do think that they are working the phones hard i don't think they're trying to be complacent if a deal doesn't go down it's because the right deal didn't come along um and i'm not going to be stressed about that too much
0: yeah i wouldn't be upset about that like i said at least they're trying at least i know they're trying that's all that matters uh, in the past, it just seems like they would not try. They would put forth no effort. So, um, you know. It, We're in a tough I, spot. Can, I can't make other teams accept trades. So. Right.
1: The Tim Hardaway Jr. injury kind of dampened my expectations Yeah, when it came to trade. Because I felt like if we did something big, he would have to be a piece of it. And I don't know if we can get a team to take him with his broken foot.
0: Yeah. Also, it's just... I don't know. I hate bringing this up, but it's definitely an important character just to trade a guy like that after an injury. But <laughs> I know some of y'all don't care and I understand it.
1: It is. He getting the 20 M's. He'll be all right. Um, <laughs> but that's it for that. Let's let's go ahead and, and, and take this break. And we'll come back with our, our weekly
0: segments. Yes, sir. If you're a beginning podcaster or someone who just wants to make things easy on their journey, Spotify for podcasts is the perfect platform for you. They allow you to record your podcast and edit it, not only from your computer, but your phone as well, so you can do it on the go, wherever you are. You can make money from your podcast through ads provided by the platform or through subscriptions from your audience with no catch at all. They even take the liberty of distributing your podcast, not only to the Spotify platform, Every other podcasting platform as well. Just like that. All you have to do is record, edit, hit publish, and Spotify takes care of the rest. I use Spotify Podcasters to start my journey. Bibbs used it to start his journey. We used it to start the Mavs Outsiders journey. And now you have the opportunity to use it to start your journey as well. To get started, all you have to do is download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com forward slash podcasts to get started. What is up, folks? We are back yet again.
1: And we had said we were going to keep this short. We have failed yet again. Um, <laughs> it's okay, though. I think y'all still love us. Uh, we're going to close out this space. It's not a space. We're going to close <laughs> out this episode with our weekly segments, beginning with Reese's Unsung Hero of the Week. I have no idea who this is going to be. I tried to think about it while I'm talking right now, and it's, I'm not pulling anything. What uh, I got one idea. All right, Reese, let us know. Who's the who's the unsung hero of this two-in-one week?
0: Um, I don't understand how you don't know. I feel like this is the It most- took me a second, but yeah. The most obvious and most deserving unsung hero in a long time. Uh, Not even going to waste your time with it. The unsung hero of the week goes to Reggie Bullock. Uh, There was really no other way to give it to anyone else. I just want to say I'm not going to come up here and say I was wrong about Reggie Bullock. Because this is a stretch compared to the entire season. But I will say right now he is proving me wrong. And I hope he continues to do so. Um, If he continues to play like this from now into the playoffs... Um, I can't see that happening just based off of his career as a whole. But if he can, that would be fantastic. That would be amazing. He's putting up 20 points for us. Uh, I hate to say this is going to sound like it's in poor taste, but we're not missing Tim Hardaway Jr. And it's largely due to the play of Reggie Bullock right now. And he's also giving us defense, which THJ does not do so. I want to give him his flowers. I want to say shout out to Reggie Bullock for being the Unsung Hero of the Week. Being on a career stretch right now. Uh, I hope it continues. And uh, I hope he continues to prove me wrong about that signing. But uh, that was quick. That was easy. Like I said, it was obvious. But I'm curious to see what we're going to get from the weekly forecast this week after the last two are freestyle. So maybe maybe uh, we're back to a conservative weekly forecast but i'm gonna kick it to bib so we can see what's up
1: thank you reese you want to give redley mm, sweet jesus you want to give reggie bullock his flowers you could do this for hours is that what you were saying champagne showers and shit like that anyway uh we're back with the weekly forecast and uh, i might freestyle it cappella because i'm that kind of fella and i'm not that yellow I don't know where I was going with that. We got three games on the docket this week. First, we welcome the Detroit basketball Pistons. They're coming down. They've got Cade Cunningham. They've got Sadiq Bay. They got an L on the way. There's no way we're going to lose to the Detroit Pistons. Knock on wood. Uh, The Mavericks. We just have all the pieces to get it done. They don't have the firepower in those Pistons to get past the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, Heading forward in the week, we've got the Los Angeles Clippers. Two games, Thursday and Saturday, they will be coming into Dallas in the AAC. And, you know, before the trade, I would have said we we, we should overpower them as well. But they went and got Norman Powell. They went and got Robert Covington. Uh, it makes it a little bit more interesting. I'm going to go conservative here and say it's a split. We go 2-1 and one on the week, and uh, if we lost both of those Clippers games, uh, that would be rough. That would be rough. I, I don't even want to think about it, actually. Uh, Reese, how are you feeling about this week?
0: Uh, I'm feeling good about this week. This has been a consistent thing. Uh, until the Mavs prove me wrong, or until I just see a schedule that I feel is way too much fuss, and I don't think this is it, I'm not going to say the word, but, yeah, I'm feeling because I see you. I see you, and you're waiting for me to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I will find every word in the book to loop around that word. I'm not going to say it. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about this week, man. I feel like, you know what, I'm going to put it out there again, 3-0. and mm, 3-0.
1: I'm i I'm, I'm sticking with 2-1. I'm saying 2-1. I have to set the expectation that we can lose one of those Clippers games. I don't know what they're going to look like with norm powell
0: and robert covington like
1: how many six eight defenders do y'all need
0: dang save some for the rest of us Um, all i'm saying is the nba is looking out man six straight home games come on
1: i i don't know what's going on this is like uh i know the spurs every time the the rodeo comes to town they have like eight straight road games how did we get six straight home i don't know but uh and then we leave home right before the all-star break which is goofy um but it's all good it's all good. We got three games. It's a light week. Uh, we'll have a couple days off uh, after that, that last Clippers game before we have to go on the road. So I'm excited about that for our guys. We don't know if we're going to get KP or Maxi back this week. Um, both have mysterious knee injuries that, like, really you can't put a timetable on it. I think uh, KP's is still called soreness. Which we know can mean anything from uh, actual sore knee to a meniscus tear. Facts. So, (laughs) you know, I'm trying not to think about it too much because that would be that would piss me off if they were hiding something serious like that. Uh, And then Maxie's—they're calling a effusion, which doesn't sound fun. So uh, we're in a weird spot with those guys, but the guys are holding it down. Um, So. i don't know if there's anything else i need to add I'm, I'm excited about what where we are at i'm excited about reggie bullock like you said stepping up and i think we we've we'd said it previously we weren't going to miss tim hardaway jr there's enough other guys there that can step up and, and fill that void not doing exactly what he does because some of the stuff he does is not good <laughs> defensively facts. definitely um but yeah, I, I, I feel like we're in a good place. I think that the way Reggie Bullock is playing is also affecting our trade scenarios as well.
0: I think so. Uh, I, I, the way he's playing, I don't hope to see him go unless we're getting substantial talent back in return. But I mean, right. you know, uh, in the words of Spider-Man villain Kingpin, sacrifices must be made. <laughs> if we're getting a good player back,
1: somebody's feelings going to get hurt. It ain't gonna be mine. Exactly. I'm not gonna complain if we if we're bringing in a talent that lifts lifts us up a little bit. I could not care less who's in that deal, unless it's Luca. Then I might be a little confused. But other than that, gotta do what you gotta do. Part of the business.
0: It is what it is. I got nothing else to that. Did you say to say hey, or I I, that, that, I, yeah. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um. Closing thoughts. Uh Reese five seconds Why should nobody watch Moonfall It's
0: the worst movie I've ever seen In theaters I almost walked out The only reason I didn't walk out Is because I realized it was the end of the movie It was a waste of money And I saw it for free The
1: gas you used to get there was wasted I, I got
0: you Facts uh, right. I need to be reimbursed Um I mean there's a myriad of reasons I I could I could mention Um, The movie's awful It's a 1 out of 10 Um, The movie is You you see more of the earth It's I'm just tell y'all straight up bro This movie's about aliens bro
1: I didn't see that coming
0: This movie's about aliens bro
1: Do you actually see the aliens?
0: Technically no I'll give y'all a quick rundown. Spoiler alert. If you don't want to be spoiled by fucking moonfall, then sure, leave. But who gives a shit? Okay. There's an expedition on the moon in the beginning of the movie. Someone dies. They come back. Ten years later, uh, they realize the moon is orbiting closer to the earth. It's for a reason. There's an AI, like a nanotech AI, on the moon. In a crater in the moon deep inside the moon. They go up there to kill it. They go inside the moon to realize that the moon is something called a mega structure. The moon in this movie was created billions of years ago by our ancestors. Who lived with tons of technology and, you know, was basically. Everything was run by a system, which had turned on them and wiped out most of the civilization and went to war with them. So they created a megastructure, a big sphere to go out into the universe and try to find somewhere to recreate a population in the universe. And it did. And it created the sun. And the moon, it didn't create the moon, it is the moon, it created Earth and all the other planets so basically the inside of the moon Is like an alien base No aliens live on it because all their ancestors are wiped out But the outside of the moon Is its a cover up And they also said that on the moon landing Apparently when they lost touch for a few minutes With the astronauts NASA cut that off purposely Because they found something so th- th- this isn't just a scientific movie about the moon hitting Earth. It's about, like, aliens and our ancestors being aliens and this nanos. They even find that out. How'd they find they just what had
1: out? a book. They just had a book on the moon this explained everything. What you mean? How did they figure out about the ancestors being aliens and shit?
0: Oh, I didn't get to that part. Because when three of the astronauts went into the moon to try to kill the nanotech, the the ship they were in started moving on its own I guess the aliens were gotten the ship and it hit them inside the base where the nanotech AI couldn't get to right so then they kidnapped the main pilot who was played by Patrick Wilson and the aliens showed him everything like the past everything it's like in Captain Marvel where she was speaking to the higher being and it would show someone of her memories like someone she knows yeah it was doing that so he showed him everything, and now he's all knowing, and now he can open doors like a Jedi and shit. So, what the f? You th- Yo, I'm not making this up. So, so. I it was
1: just a regular disaster.
0: Yeah, I thought this was a regular disaster movie, too. Like, it's Roland Emmerich. I'm like, oh, this is a regular disaster movie. And I'm like, this is not a regular disaster movie. This is some Star Trek shit, and I don't like Star Trek. So. Uh, this the type
1: of movie that makes me think I can write movies.
0: I almost walked out of this movie theater. This is the dumbest movie. I've and I, I saw a Child's Play remake in theaters. I saw a Dark Phoenix in theaters. I saw a Fantastic Four remake in theaters. I saw a lot of dumb shit in theaters. I almost walked out on this fucking movie.
1: I almost woke up early. To watch this movie in theaters I'm glad I didn't
0: I never do this The last time I did this for a movie was The Nun Do not Under any circumstances See this film I I I usually tell people To see movies for that To form their own opinion Regardless of how I feel Do not watch this movie Not even at home Avoid it at all costs
1: have the Double Toasted people reviewed this
0: one? No, actually. Uh, they did their movie review Extravaganza on Thursday, and they did okay. not review it. They reviewed Jackass. Um, I don't think they're going to review it, but I I did look up some reviews on YouTube from some people I trust, but I know you don't do YouTube. You usually do podcasts. So, uh, yeah, don't please. for. And on top of that, they keep going back. There's always a side plot that no one gives a shit about. And and of course we have to follow fucking kids driving. Look, anyway, it doesn't matter. The green screen in this movie is god awful. I've seen better green screen on YouTube skits. Um, I don't know what the budget was for this film, but it, for names. for this for this to be an alien a movie about aliens, and the fact that they leave on a, a sort of a cliffhanger as if. You're gonna make another one or like a universe of this? Kiss my fucking ass. That's all I got to say about Moonfall. This movie sucks. That was a lot.
1: Um, I don't even know what to say to that. I don't, I don't know what.
0: To I literally say to would have felt better if the actual moon hit the fucking Earth than to watch this movie again.
1: Did you go alone?
0: Unfortunately, yeah. no. Actually, fortunately, I went alone because I was going to go with my girlfriend but to subject her to this I wouldn't I wouldn't have even blamed her if she dumped me on the spot
1: Oh god all right last question about it how was there other people in the theater
0: There were maybe about 6 other people there were couples there
1: Did they seem as pissed as you were during the movie Could you not tell
0: I could not tell. Okay. I, I could not. Try. I, I could try
1: to pay attention when I'm like feeling like, what the fuck is this?
0: I can't. I, I couldn't. I was busy eating Skittles. I couldn't tell. All right. I <clears> was <throat> the first one out of my fucking seat, though.
1: With with that established, I'm going to go on the other end of the spectrum and I'm, I'm not going to take too much time. There's a show by Quinta Brunson who murdered this, but Bunch I have feet. not watched it yet. Yeah, she blew up on BuzzFeed. Um, she was the only good thing I liked about BuzzFeed, um, personally. It's uh, just a funny, funny person. She got a show created on ABC. It's called Abbott Elementary. It's in the mockumentary style, like The Office, like Modern Family. Um, but most of the cast is black, and it's a, it's a, it's a school in Philadelphia, like a lower income area school in Philadelphia, elementary school and it's hilarious the first episode i'll tell you if you check it out you can check it out on hulu all the episodes go straight to hulu it's on abc live i think there's only six episodes so far um maybe they're 22 minutes long if you want it you can binge it in two hours and be caught up again the first episode it took me close to the end to get into it and then it made me emotional at the end uh and then after that every episode has been hilarious Uh, i love the characters I love where they're going. The guy from Everybody Hates Chris, I think, is it Jonathan Tyler Williams? Uh, James Tyler Williams. James Tyler Williams. I love his character. This is the most serious character I've seen him play. Um, um, do you? You don't watch?
0: The, you didn't think his character on Walking Dead was serious? He's
1: more serious than he was on The Walking Dead. Oh wow! Like he seems like a man in this. Oh wow! Still seems like a kid in that.
0: Sure, sure.
1: Um, and he's his character's from Baltimore, I think. Oh, he doesn't God. do the accent. He doesn't do the accent. They should have known. Okay, <clears throat> but they're in Philadelphia, so like they try to I mean, give them I some guess. background that makes sense. Uh, the white lady on the show is Italian or Sicilian. I'm not sure. But I, one thing I like about the show is that again, most of the cast is black. The white character is the character with all the connects and stuff. Like she's the most hood character on the show. Like every time they can't find something, she's like, "I might got a guy that can, to make that happen." Oh wow. And like, she brings in a guy like straight out of prison in one episode to talk to the kids.
0: Can I watch this on Hulu?
1: Yeah, yeah. But like, she brings a guy like straight out of prison to talk to the kids that like the ladies, like I I didn't realize that was who you were, I thought you were bringing a cop. She said, (laughs) no, why would I bring a cop in here? Um, But I love this stuff, man, I love it. It's it's a good dynamic. They usually have a, a little decent message as well about the education system. The kids are hilarious. I don't remember most of the kids by name, but every episode they'll have like a funny moment with a kid, but the most hilarious character is the principal. I think her name is Janelle James. She has a, a 30 minute set on the stand-ups on Netflix as well that I watched last night. I don't know where she came from. I don't know where he got her from, but she is hilarious. And she's like, she got the job in a crooked way, which I believe you learned in the first episode. She should not be a principal. And she makes that clear <laughs> every opportunity she gets. Uh, like, they get some, I'll, I'll just spoil one of them. Um, they're doing like some quick videos. There's like a thing that teachers do where it's like make a video, tell people what supplies you need, and they can make donations to the school or whatever. And uh, she is apparently a TikToker. Like, she oh sets up a whole studio in her office to record TikTok videos and she she tricks about and she, the things she says to some of these other teachers is hilarious the things she <laughs> says to the students are hilarious um and there's a lot whole lot of like looking into the camera because they're they're aware of the cameras and there's a whole lot of i hope y'all didn't just hear what what just happened type of stuff going on so i think and if i'm being honest quinta's character is probably my least favorite character but i think that's intentional okay um like she's the one that has the big heart and has all the hope in the world And, like, the rest of them, like, bring her down often.
0: Like, nah. I may have to check this out. I mean, I I see it up and down the timeline.
1: Definitely check it out. Like I said, I like supporting people that I I know grind it to get where they are. And it's a funny show. My mom likes it. Um, I got one of my coworkers on it as well. Uh, It's a funny show. And, again, there's, like, six episodes. They're, like, 20 minutes long. You can catch up in an hour. Gotcha. Um, and I hope they renew it for several more seasons After this season I think it also like set a record for growth Week over week um, Through word of mouth hmm. uh, I think by the third week They had set like, a growth record So um, I didn't mean to talk about it for that long But <laughs> but I, I definitely Had to get that out there Abbott Elementary again It's in that office style If you miss the office uh, You need some more regular people To, to root for uh, it's definitely a definitely a decent show, definitely a decent show. And I think that's going to do it. Uh, nothing special going on this week besides the games. We got trade deadline Thursday. We'll probably have to talk about that on the next episode. Whether or not the Mavs made a move, potentially a uh, emergency pod, we'll see. Potentially, if the Mavs do something crazy, we won't do emergency pod for a second round pick. No hell no so Mercy pod if we get a starter or like top eight level player or a top eight curve <laughs> if we player get those so, out it, it like if build. Dwight Powell Maxi DFS get traded we'll, we'll see all right we'll see we'll play it by air
0: yeah
1: um Bel Air airs next week that's another show I'm gonna check out ah yes uh, that's next Sunday so uh, we'll work it out we'll work it out when we're recording goat series I might do the last two episodes this week because I'm slacking. I gotta get this shit out before the All Star Weekend. Which is next week. Next week. So be on the lookout for that. It's the top we're down to the top twenty. Um, I changed some of the information I, I put in for some of these players. That's what's taking me so long, so please forgive me. I also start school again this week. So also please forgive me. Good luck. I'm done March twenty fifth. Amen. And with that I apologize for the hour and a half long episode.
0: Peace. Do not fucking see moonfall.